Ian Trottier here for discussions of truth coming from Rapid City, South Dakota. This is Freedom Fest. I have with me an incredible guest at the moment, David Johnson. He's a packaging engineer. Current position? Yep, current position. For, for what? For Hasbro. For Hasbro. Uh, David, you're originally out of Rochester, New York. However, uh, where is it that you work for Hasbro? Where, where do you physically work for Hasbro? So I work remotely. Um, I, I live in the area of Portland, Oregon right now, <clears throat> but completely remote work. I never went into a, an office for Hasbro or anything. You've never worked in, in an actual office, but you, but you ha- do have a contract? Correct. What does your contract say for Hasbro? Um, I'm just contracted through... Um, I work with Hasbro through my contracting company to do packaging engineering or wherever, whatever else Hasbro needs. And when did you start with them? About two months ago, maybe at this point. So you recently started with them. Now, you went to school in New York? Yes. What school is that? Um, the Rochester Institute of Technology. Rochester Institute of Technology. And this is not an internship. This is a full-on seasoned paid position with Hasbro that you have? Correct. What does a contract say as far as term limits? Do you have do you have a term, a number of years that you're guaranteed to work for them? So my contract is um, uh, it was either six or nine months. Is <clears throat> what I'm scheduled to work. What I was scheduled to work for them for six or nine. So so so, so it's a, a small period of time that you were scheduled to work for them. Correct. And you are currently still working for them. Talk about your day to day with them. What what do you do on a day in a day basis? So I was still pretty new um, before all this started, um, but on day-to-day, I would uh, go through and look through um, their standard operating procedures, just kind of familiarize myself. Um, I've worked on some of their toy lines and make, made sure that like the, the structure of the package was going to work with what we were trying to put inside of it to make sure during shipping and distribution it wouldn't be destroyed or make sure it wasn't easily stolen on shelf, things like that. And is that what you uh, studied and were trained for at your school in Rochester? Yeah, this is what I went to school for. I, I think um, it's, it's a really fun field, um, very diverse, because you, you can go to a lot of different companies from toy design to um, food and beverage with packaging. It's just, it's a broad field. Who were you hoping to be hired by when you graduated? Um, I didn't, when I graduated, I always thought it would be cool to work for a toy company. Um, so I was really excited when I got this opportunity with Hasbro. Uh, I just didn't expect it to go this way. Okay, so let's, let's get into that. Look, look, David Johnson, you have, uh, you have something on your knee here. As listeners, uh, you can't see this, but you've got... What is, this, what is this here on your knee? What is that? I have Project Veritas's um, Alpaca Retracto uh, with me. Made by Hasbro? No. Oh, uh, uh, okay. This is just um, a gift or... It's swag that uh, Project Veritas is giving out today. Swag that Project Veritas is giving out. What does what the alpaca uh, resemble or symbolize? I really, really soft fur, right? It's very soft, um, very cute little animal. I don't know why they picked an alpaca. I should probably ask about it. Um, they call it Retracto because Project Veritas is often um, mischaracterized in the media. And Project Veritas is... Um, when they go to legal battles, they have not lost one yet when it comes to defamation. So they have a... Have they used Lynn Wood? Hmm? Have they used Lynn Wood? He's a defamation know. lawyer. Do you know that? I don't know. I don't know how... You know who that is? Lynn Wood? You ever heard the name? Yeah. Okay. Um, David, let's get into the nuts and bolts here. Um, what are you... You're, whist- you're blowing a whistle, right? I am. Um, I'm... I blew the whistle that uh, Hasbro was trying to push critical race theory through their products and marketing onto children. Explain that for listeners. 
how did you get attuned to that? What caught your eye? Why did you have a problem with it? Um, sure. So I, I've kind of known about critical race theory for a long time. Um, it's gone by many different names in the, over the past few years. For a while, it was just kind of like under the umbrella term of social justice. Then people started calling it wokeness. Um, intersectionality is more of the academic term for it. But what it really is, it's, um, it's a new... Well, it, it's an ideology that wants to teach people to judge each other based on inherent characteristics. Um, in this case, specifically race. They want to teach children to treat others differently based on race. And I have a massive problem with that because when I was growing up, I grew up with the the ideals of Dr. Martin Luther King. Mm. We should be judging people based on their actions and their character. character. Exactly. Um, so when I, I saw that I had a meeting for critical race theory in children, I just thought, I, I have to record this. Um, I didn't think it was going to actually be anything super um, explosive or anything um, very divisive, but I just thought I should record it just in case because of how far-reaching this ideology has been going through our institutions and our culture. So what did you, what did you record exactly? I recorded a meeting where the Hasbro brought in an external company called The Conscious Kid in order to explain how they wanted to use marketing, packaging, um, and just, they wanted Hasbro on all levels to be considering critical race theory when making decisions. And they really wanted- The Conscious to, Kid wanted that out yes. of Hasbro. Correct. The Conscious Kid wanted that out of Hasbro. And they they work with other very large organizations. Like the Conscious Kid works with the NFL. They work with Google who owns YouTube. Um, and just a lot of big name corporations. The Conscious Kid works with the NFL and Google. Yes, that's it's correct. Um, so they're they're not a small they're not small players by any by any stretch. Um, I don't know too much of their background. I'd be very curious to know where this company originated from if they have such large connections. Right, and so you haven't done that homework. That's a that's a that is a really good question. Who are they? Yeah, who are that, that's something I'm, to I'm, manipulate large companies like this, right? Because it's not what you're saying that they're 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 trying to manipulate uh, Google and uh, Hasbro and the NFL? I don't know if manipulate's the right term. But or yeah, influence. They, influence, yeah, that, that's probably more accurate. They really want their ideology to just be pushed through, um, people, they want their ideology pushed through corporations that have massive reach, seems to be what they're going for. And Hasbro is one of the largest toy manufacturers in the country. So that's probably why they want to start working with them to push critical race theory. And so what do they, so, so, by, so by, by approaching a company like Hasbro, what, what is, the conscious kid, what is it that they are objectifying here? What, what do they hope to achieve uh, by establishing their influence through a company like Hasbro? They want Hasbro to push critical race theory through their products, marketing, and packaging so that they can influence um, the, what they call the um, implicit and unconscious racial biases in children and through children affect the adults around them. And when did they start this? I'm not sure when they started this. Um, I recorded this about a month ago when it was brought into my, uh, it, it was in my calendar. So it was a meeting I had to, it was a meeting I had to attend. However, uh, Hasbro has worked with the Conscious Kid at least once before, and yes. they put out a playset um, collaborating with them called Cans of Kindness. So I'm not sure when that released, but Hasbro's done this before. This isn't entirely new. Cans of Kindness? Yes. What is that? Um, 
it was a, a racially themed set of Play-Doh, I believe, um, to... I'm not sure what the overall goal was, um, but it was developed in... It was developed in tandem with the Conscious Kid and Hasbro's Play-Doh team. And what is the product that you're blowing the whistle on? Describe um, that. I'm not blowing the, the whistle on a specific product line. Um, what the meeting that I was brought into was just them explaining how they want Hasbro from here going forward to start considering critical race theory on every level, and that's what I'm bringing attention to. So not just a specific toy line, just in general, Hasbro is pushing critical race theory full stop. I oppose it. When you, when you, when you went to your ma- mandated meeting, right, so as part of your daily schedule was to attend this meeting, it was a virtual meeting? Virtual meeting, yeah. Was that run by Hasbro or was that run by... Uh, uh, was it con- Consequential Kids is what it- Conscious Kid Conscious um, Kids the meeting itself was run by the Conscious Kid however Hasbro's um, head of diversity and inclusion I believe her title is is the was the first one to speak in that meeting so it's it shows that there are people very high up in Hasbro who do support this ideology do you know who those people are David <sighs> I I'm so bad with names um I think it's like Briar. Briar? I don't know. I don't remember her name. It was very strange. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, uh, You object to critical race theory based on the fact that you believe a human being, regardless of their ethnical background, racial background, cultural background, should be judged on character. Exactly. Um, I firmly believe in Dr. Martin Luther King's dream. It does not matter someone's race, their ethnicity, their background. What matters is the actions that they do and the choices that they make because that defines their character. So I, I believe that people need to be judged based on their character and actions and that cannot be accomplished through critical race theory because critical race theory, which is built on critical theory, um, defines people based on how, they, based on how, uh, what they are instead of who they are. Um, so that, that is um, incompatible with Dr. Martin Luther King's dream. Yeah. Um, what is your opinion on the George Floyd? Well, I, you knew that was coming, right? I didn't. You didn't know that was coming? <laughs> no. Okay. I'll, I'll accept the question. Huh? I, I accept the question. All right. So what's my opinion on, on what? How do you categorize that? The, the George Floyd debacle, uh, the George Floyd arrest and murder and trial, and uh, what, uh, let me get into this, David. And what I'm getting at is maybe not necessarily George Floyd, but what seems to be the movement that spun out of that, which seems to be what's given away to this uh, uh, CRT, right? So, uh, that's how, in my mind, over the past year and a half, that's what seems to be the, the they're, timeline. They're, there, they're related. Um, so, specifically George Floyd, that whole incident was just... Um, it is Sounds like it might be frustrating. No, is it frustrating? Uh, oh. Not at all. Um, it's unfortunate when people lose their lives. I'm not going to ever celebrate that. Um, however, that entire incident was so racialized unnecessarily. Um, People started idolizing George Floyd 
and saying that he was a an unnecessary victim of police brutality. However, if I, I watched the trial, I saw the initial video and I had that same emotional outburst that everyone else had. But I, I watched the trial, I paid attention to the evidence that was brought forth by the prosecution and the defense. There was no racial motivation behind um, Chauvin arresting and um, detaining George Floyd on the ground. He is shouting, I can't breathe when he's in the car. Um, so the fact that he was convicted on, what was it, all charges, I think? Or it was, it was a political prosecution, no doubt. Um, and I think that happened because we saw riots across the country, um, mostly from Antifa and Black Lives Matter, well, I'm not going to call them activists. I'm going to call them rioters. Um, they set fire to our to our cities for weeks, um, and it there were even some jurors who had to go through that in order to get to the courthouse. So there was no way there was no way in hell that Chauvin got a fair trial. Um, he should have been released um, just because they they weren't able to give that man a fair trial. And in this country, we're not supposed to convict people unless we can prove um, innocence. Until we can prove guilt beyond a reasonable doubt in a fair court of law, and he did not get that. Is is there a meshing between BLM and Antifa? They seem to be one and the same type cause. And, and, and Antifa saying they're anti-socialist, but they're pushing BLM. For instance, David came out in support of they the did. Cuban government. BLM, which is communist. Yes, the Cuban government is communist. Um, it depends on who you ask. Um, some people will say Antifa infiltrated BLM and took it over. Some people will argue that from the inception, BLM was Marxist, and I believe its founder admitted that they were that she was a trained Marxist. Um, whichever argument you want to take, they, the fact is that they align on many cultural and political issues that just seem to result in just violence and division, um, particularly along racial lines. And I think we've seen the effects of that, especially in 2020 when our cities were burning. Minneapolis, Portland, yeah. New York. Chicago. Chicago. Seattle. Seattle, yeah. They had, Los they Angeles. An, they called it an autonomous zone. I'm going to call it a no-go zone because um, people were shot in there just every single day, and the news just kept calling it peaceful. It was so ridiculous. But the, the, the mayors and the politicians who kept supporting them would just say that they're doing this for uh, racial justice or for uh, just some other, some other nice-sounding cause. But while they, while they were ignoring people getting shot in their own streets, it was just absurd. Did you see any of that in Rochester or Portland firsthand? <laughs> Not firsthand. Um, I kept away from, the, from downtown Portland because I, I knew what was going on. Um, I did see the night where they shot a Trump supporter in the streets and then celebrated it, saying that we kill fascists in these streets. And just the, I guess there's, they didn't, con- they didn't comprehend the irony of they're going around killing people for their political beliefs makes them, if not fascists, um, they are authoritarian communists, which are equally as bad. Do you think history should be preserved and learned from, or do you think it should be erased? History needs to be preserved. History isn't supposed to be kind and something that we all just look back and smile upon. There are bad things in history that we need to acknowledge, remember, so we don't repeat the mistakes of the past. And that's one of the things I I detest so much about 
those movements is that they go around destroying statues. Like they destroyed a statue of um, Frederick Douglass in Rochester, New York. Frederick Douglass. Yeah, a statue that was paid for, um, to my understanding, by slaves that he freed. And they're, so they destroyed a statue of an abolitionist for racial justice. How do you, how do you argue that? That's just double think. That's ridiculous. But it's because they're not actually advocating for racial justice. They're not trying to make, they're not trying to um, reduce the racial tensions in this country. They're just seeking power, and violence is well within their means to do Who's it. they? When you say seeking power, who's they? Um, when I say they, I mean Antifa, uh, Black Lives Matter, and the politicians who support them. They are using... Kamala Harris, she's supportive of BLM. Yeah, she raised um, funds to bail out a lot of those rioters in Minneapolis. I remember that. So it's... it's, it's What's it? Okay, so, so David, let's pull back. I, you're shaking your head. You're, 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 it's a lot. It's, it's a lot. I know it's, it's a lot. And, and you're, you're simply exposing Hasbro. But really, you're, it sounds like you're, you're exposing more the consequential kids, right? Was it consequential? Am I getting that word wrong? Conscious kid. Conscious. Conscious kid, you're, you're kind of more exposing the conscious kid, right? Yeah, that's what I, that's what I, um, I, got, I guess I'm famous for now with Project Veritas, is bringing light to critical race theory at Hasbro, but there's a lot of strange things happening in this country, and that was one of the reasons why I felt like I had to do this, because the way I see it, we're maybe a generation or maybe even a, a, a few years away from, like, some kind of violent, um, incident in this country because I don't what do you mean violent incident what, is it, what, is, what do you mean by that I don't think we can exist where we have people in the country going around destroying statues and calling their political opposition fascists um, while other, the other side is just trying to say hey don't destroy our culture don't destroy our institutions we're not, we're not a bunch of racists we're just well a lot of people are just freedom loving Americans don't tread on me Leave me alone to live my life um, and respect my freedoms, but those two groups can't keep coexisting if they're going to keep clashing like this. And I don't know where that's going to lead our country. But um, I, I had to speak out against CRT because, again, it seems like every single day we just you know, kind of inch a little closer to maybe some kind of authoritarianism, totalitarianism. I don't know what some kind of massive civil conflict. That's what I worried about. You're worried about a massive civil conflict. You think the country is clearly divided. Politically, that seems to be pretty apparent. Politically, more so culturally. I think that's a lot more important. Um, Breitbart said politics is downstream from culture. Um, we are more culturally divided than anything right now. And, and, you, and, and you, see, you see that ending in some type of a civil physical disruption that's how you see this ending or you're worried about it? i'm worried about it i don't want violence i'm very non-violent um i think violence is only acceptable in self-defense when you are protecting yourself from violence or defending your property um but just the the this the cultural conflicts in this country seem to be kind of bubbling over right now yeah and i'm very worried about where that's going to lead us why uh why portland oregon um, I you like the rain? I love the rain, actually. That was the reason. <laughs> um, but I, I heard it was a fun city full of like interesting and weird people. Not like weird people, um, but... Stumptown. Huh? Stumptown. That's what they call it, right? Stumptown? Uh, I've not, I haven't heard that. You haven't heard that yet? The motto for Portland is keep Portland weird. Um, keep Portland weird, okay. But And I, I've, I love a lot of the people I've met there, but just... 
Rose City. Rose City. Rose City, yeah. Um, there's a lot. It's very pretty. Um, you, like, you go down by the water, you can see the river and the mountains. It's gorgeous. But I, it's just, there's a bunch of authoritarian, violent communists running through, around the streets attacking people. I don't want to live there anymore. Communists? Yes. These are communists. Yes. People, call author- people keep calling Antifa um, fascists. They're not. They are authoritarian communists. That is what they believe. Um, they do not believe in capitalism. They think it's somehow evil. That's why they walk around with signs saying, um, we're going to abolish capitalism, um, abolish the United States. Um, they don't hold the values that the country was based on. And you're wearing a, you got an eagle on your hat with the U.S. flag, stars, and stripes. Okay, so you're, you're I would assume you're a firm supporter of the Constitution? I am. Um, the Constitution was written by our forefathers who had such amazing foresight. Um, I think they understood that at some point the country would probably face, well, I guess what we're in right now, a time of um, tumult and just unrest. And I think the rights that they enshrined in that constitution really helped safeguard us from authoritarianism. Now, David, you exposed Hasbro, or Conscious Kid, rather, uh, with Project Veritas. Why, why did you choose Project Veritas? Had you approached anyone else prior to choosing Project Veritas? I didn't. Um, I only really thought of Project Veritas because I don't know too many journalistic organizations that really go out of their way to expose the truth. Like Project Veritas exposed the, Ep- the Epstein story um, back in 2018, 2019. And that was a huge story. Um, so I-, I just figured like they were probably my best bet if I wanted to expose what was going on inside of Hasbro. And you reached out to him and how did it go with James? You, it's already been released? Yeah, it's, uh, it released a week ago on Sunday. And uh, how did it go with James and what's been the, uh, what, what's been the, uh, the feedback from, from, you said you're famous now. <laughs> Seems that way. Um, James is an amazing human being. James is committed to the truth above all else. And um, since he heard my story, he was, he's just been um, really helping me just get uh, pl- publicity for it to make sure that as many people uh, as possible are aware of what's happening with their children. Because if they indoctrinate children, I think that's the worst case scenario. Um, I think history has shown us that with like... Who's they again? Who's they? Are the communists? Who's, who's behind this, David? I don't know who's behind it specifically. Um, when I say they, I mean people who are pushing critical race theory, critical gender theory, people who are pushing these divisive ideologies. If they are able to indoctrinate children, that is the worst case scenario for this country. Um, history, I think, has shown us with groups like the Hitler Youth or the Young Turks, what happens when you indoctrinate an entire generation of young people into violent ideologies? Um, okay, so uh, David, um, I I commend you for doing what you're doing, and um, you um, you're doing the right thing, and I appreciate uh, I appreciate it very much. What is what is next for David Johnson? You, you're going to continue employment with Hasbro? I mean, I, I'm surprised you, you still have that. I doubt it. Um, I expect within the next few weeks they'll probably give me a pink slip and ask for their laptop back. Um, <laughs> but what's next for me? Well, you got you to dig out who the conscious kids are. are. Who, who's, who's funding them? Where's that coming from, right? I mean, that's an answer. that I'm, I'm very curious. Um, I think Project Veritas is looking into that a little bit okay. just to find out the origins of who, who the conscious kid is as an institution. 
Um, but me specifically, um, I'm not sure what's next. Uh, I didn't predict this future ever. I don't like fame. I've never been one who's liked attention, but um, I'm going to leave Portland and try to find a place with more patriotic people who like this country. I think that's probably best for me. Florida's a good place. Florida's hot. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's where I do my show uh, 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 most, time, most, most, most times in the year. Um, some closing, closing comments for listeners. What do, you, what do you want, David, what do you want listeners to take away from it? If people take away anything from all that I'm doing, it's that if you are inside one of these organizations, big or small, and you see something that is wrong, if you see critical race theory, if you see critical gender theory, if you see things that you know are wrong, speak out. Um, even if you don't do it within the company, there are organizations like Project Veritas. You can reach them at... Um, Veritas tips at protonmail.com. That's how I found them. Well, that's how I reached out to them. They've they've been helping me every step along the way. Um, it's terrifying for sure. I'm not gonna lie and say like, oh, this is super easy. Um, but I think there is a kind of courage that you get when you overcome fear. Um, and I think more people need to realize that they're also capable of that. This isn't something that only I could have done. It's something that anyone can do. Just kind of. I guess you become a little stronger than you are right now. You can do it. Um, and do, do the right thing. Stand up for your principles. Ladies and gentlemen, David Johnson, uh, Hasbro whistleblower. David, thank you. Thank you for having me.